0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. The Lakers couldn't pull out the win last night. They lost the game 114-106. to 106. The series is now two games to one in the Western Conference Finals. Let's get into it. Well, the Lakers couldn't pull it out. You know, I need to keep reminding myself that this is the Western Conference Finals and it isn't normal for teams to sweep Western Conference Finals series because I just I know how good this Lakers team is or how good they can be and I always expect them to win every game, which obviously isn't always realistic. So, bummer last night. The Lakers they just look lethargic out there. They kind of looked like they had that we're up two games to nothing mentality where they weren't coming out trying to really enforce their dominance in the game um they let the Nuggets get out to a big lead I think the Nuggets biggest lead in the game was 20 points and I believe they had that lead even going into the fourth quarter the Lakers finally woke up in the fourth quarter showed some resilience showed that they were there to fight but couldn't pull it out they did get the game within three points I think at one at one point in the game they missed consecutive three-point shots they turned the ball over on a fast break opportunity that could have changed the outcome of the game but it didn't happen the Lakers didn't deserve to win that game with how they played anyways but they did show at least that they were not going to give up they were going to fight trying to win that game which was good to see but In the end, couldn't pull it out. Um, Murray, Jamal Murray made a couple big plays, had a big pass to Paul Millsap, and then a big deep three to put the game pretty much away with a minute or so left in the game. Um, Lakers ended up losing by eight. So, you know, like I said, the Lakers just looked tired and disengaged for the majority of the game, and it wasn't until that fourth quarter where we really saw any fight, especially from the Lakers' defense. Um, Once, you know, Rondo... There's, I think, a a sequence where Rondo had like two or three steals in a row, which led to fast break layups. Um, and That was kind of what sparked the Lakers to make their comeback. The good in the game was that LeBron played well, at least statistically. He had 30 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, triple-double. The bad in the game... Was that the Lakers really struggled to attack the basket effectively? They got out rebounded, forty-four to twenty-five, which is which is just absolutely awful. And you know that really leads me to believe that the Lakers were just tired in this game, and and that also that the Lakers missed a lot of shots. A lot of missed shots means a lot of rebounds for the other team, Um, and then. Yeah, the Lakers also really just struggled to get fast-break points, especially in the first half. They only had four fast-break points, um, which is, for this Lakers team, really bad. You know, the Lakers, when they get out the ga- get out the gates running, scoring a lot of fast-break points, forcing steals and whatnot, they're a really, really good team, and then we just did not see that from them last night. And on the other end, the Nuggets, they came out hot. They came out hot shooting, and they stayed hot for most of the game. The Nuggets shot 54% from the field. 38% from three. So for, for this Nuggets team, that's pretty, that's a really, really good game. Um, like I've been saying, this Nuggets team is a very resilient team and they're proving time and time again, especially in games two and three, that even though, you know, even though they were down two they're not going anywhere. And now, even though they're down two one, they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere until the Lakers put them down and, and close out the series. So, The Nuggets aren't going to do it for them. They're going to force the Lakers to do it to them. You know, Also on the Nuggets side, the Nuggets got a big game out of Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant had 26 points on 63% shooting. That's that's a pretty unbelievable performance by Jeremy Grant, especially considering that Grant had 7 points in Game 2 and 9 points in Game 1. So he was a huge spark for the Nuggets. The Lakers are going to either need to find a way to slow him down Or, or it's also possible that Grant, Jeremy Grant, is just an inconsistent player, which I think we've seen out of him in these playoffs so far. And maybe that's what the Lakers' plan going forward is: is to actually to keep the ball out of Murray and Jokic's hands and to force Jeremy Grant to beat them. You know, I'd much rather see. I mean, it's hard because when Jeremy Grant's playing well, Jamal Murray and Jokic are also going to play well, which means the Nuggets are going to play really well. But I'd rather have Jeremy Grant beat me and it just be one of those games than to give the the you know have the ball in, in Murray's hands or Jokic's hands and and have them beating me this is similar to the the Russell Westbrook approach that the Lakers took in the uh, semi-final round so could be interesting to see if the Lakers do that or if they really just try and keep the ball out of his hand out of Jeremy Grant's hands and then you know like I mentioned in regards to the to the rebound differential, I think the Lakers, well, I, I know the Lakers missed a lot of shots, uh, specifically from three. They actually didn't shoot too bad from the field. They shot 51.8% from the field. However, that didn't match the Nuggets' 54, uh, 54.8% shooting. And where the Lakers really struggled was from three, where they only shot 23.1%, compare, and that's compared to the Nuggets' 37.9%. Anthony Davis went 0 for 4, LeBron James went 1 for 4, Danny Green went 1 for 3, KCP shot 2 for 5, Caruso was 0 for 4, Rondo was 0 for 3. That's about as bad of a shooting as the Lakers are going to do. I think we saw game 1 of the first round against the Blazers, the Lakers shot, I want to say it was 15%. That's, that feels way too low, but I think it was 15% from 3. And then the Lakers in game one against the Rockets shot terribly low again from three, which I think for the, I think that game was 29%, 28%. And then last night the Lakers had another record. Well, I don't know if it's record, but it feels like a record low three point shooting, at least for them, shooting 23% from three. If the Lakers get into a rhythm like this where they're, or out of a rhythm where they're shooting in the 20% range from three point, from the three point line. That's not obviously for obvious reasons not a good sign. So let's you know hopefully the Lakers hopefully this is just a bad game. The Lakers can bounce back and not um shoot so terribly again because had the Lakers made especially with the with the comeback the Lakers were making in late in the game, had the Lakers made even 32% of their free or three-pointers. I think that makes a, a big difference in, in this game, especially because hitting three-pointers, it's especially for this Lakers team, feels like it's um, contagious. It seems like when, when KCP's hitting threes or when Markeith Morris is hitting threes, then Rondo's hitting threes and Kuzma's hitting threes, but then when everyone else is missing, the Lakers start forcing it, trying to be that one to step up and hit the three, and then they all... They get in their head and they can't make one. And with with how good this Lakers defense is and has been, when they get into that rhythm and they're shooting well from three, they're virtually unstoppable. So we're really going to need to have the Lakers step up and at least shoot an average percentage from three. And then I think this was kind of a silent thing, or at least silent where like not a lot of people talk about this. But I've mentioned this before in the podcast. Missed free throws last night were a very silent killer for the Lakers last night. The Lakers got 22 attempts, not the highest, not super low. But they got 22 attempts and only made 14. They shot 63.6% from the free throw line, which is another sign of fatigue. And they missed 8 free throws in the game, and they ended up losing by 8 points. So, I think, like... Even if the Lakers make, let's say they make 18 out of 22, make four more, that's a big difference. I think the the Lakers, the Lakers, if they can make just a handful more free throws, could possibly change the game. But shooting 63% per, from the free throw line um, shows they're tired and shows their heads just weren't in the game and could have been could have actually been a big difference. And then last but not least in this kind of recap of the game and what the Lakers need to do better. The Lakers just need way more production from their rotation players. When the Lakers are playing well, like they did in game 1 of this series and how they've closed out the Rockets series, the rotation players were contributing a ton. Last night, Danny Green had four points. Kyle Kuzma had 11 points, but only had one rebound. Rondo was, he was the spark defensively uh, in in the fourth quarter that helped the Lakers try and make that comeback. But we needed that energy earlier in the game. Um, It was just a little too, it was too little too late at that point. Um, But I mean, it was still good to see the Lakers fight and like not just give up, but, but like I said, it was just too little too late. And then Dwight Howard, he just hasn't been nearly as effective as he was in Game 1. He only had, last night, 4 points and 1 rebound. And then on top of that, he had 4 fouls. And then last night, KCP was the Lakers' 3rd highest scorer with only 12 points, which just is not enough. Especially last night with how well the Nuggets were playing. The Nuggets were shooting better than they have in the first 2 games, and... Lakers just were not matching their offense. They could, they weren't stopping them on defense, obviously. And then if they're not stopping them on defense and they need to do something to at least try and match them offensively and they weren't doing it. So hopefully the Lakers can make the right adjustments. Hopefully they can, they can shoot better. You know, they've game one, they shot really well game two. They shot. Okay. Not great, but okay. And then last night, at least from the three point line, they did not shoot very well at all. So, um, Hopefully this isn't a trend. Hopefully they don't continue trending downwards in their in their uh, shooting percentages. Hopefully they can start trending back upwards. So, looking forward to the next um, game four. You know what? Like what do the Lakers really need to do in order to not let the series get tied two to two? I think a lot of the answer, especially from last night's game, is the Lakers just need to have more energy. They need to attack the basket with LeBron and Anthony Davis and then kick the ball only if needed. And then once the ball is kicked, if the ball's kicked, the Lakers just desperately need to hit their threes. The Lakers shot... Um, we saw the Lakers, they shot 20% from from three in the first, uh, like I mentioned in game one of the Blazer series and game one of the... Rocket series they you know shot like either below or within the 20 percent range Um, and then since then we've seen the Lakers improve so we just need to see their Lakers the Lakers improve their three-point shooting ASAP because right now as you're getting hopefully closer to closing out this series and then into the finals it's just not a good time to get cold and then on the other end for the Nuggets you know what would they need to do to to um, get another win against the Lakers and even potentially change this series? I think on their end, they need to keep up their energy. They had the energy the last two games for them has been what the Lakers needed last night. In game one, you saw the Nuggets get frustrated and down because they were getting foul calls that they didn't agree with, and they were just getting the Lakers were getting inside their heads because they were being so physical. Games two and three have been the other way around. The Nuggets have been the ones being physical against the Lakers. The Lakers are lucky they got the win in Game Two with that with that huge shot from Anthony Davis. But for the most part, the Lakers um, really they need to they need the energy that the Nuggets have had. So the Nuggets, for them, they need to keep up that energy and they need to keep Jeremy Grant involved and contributing because you really need. You know, at least in these playoffs, we really need three guys on the team to really step up for a team to win, especially for a team to like blow out another team. But at, at the very least, for the team to win, you need three guys to step up. You need, your, you know, in this case, you have for the Lakers, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and then on um, the Nuggets, Jokic and Jamal Murray. And then for the Lakers, you have guys, like maybe KCP steps up scores 18. Maybe Danny Green steps up. Maybe it's Kuzma, maybe it's Rondo. For the Nuggets, they need to have Jeremy Grant step up again because him stepping up last night really threw the Lakers for a loop. They couldn't keep up with the energy and the Nuggets really dominated for the most part of the game. And then they need to keep again the um the the Nuggets need to continue to limit the Lakers fast break points. Um, you know, in Game Two, Lakers only had eight fast break points last night. In the first half, the Lakers only had four fast break points. So they're doing good. They've been doing a, a better job at that, keeping the Lakers in the half in the half court game, where the Lakers have kind of gotten complacent and settled for a lot of threes. And then more of the same from what I've been saying with the Nuggets, where they need to keep the Lakers off the boards because the Lakers are so big and physical if they can keep the lakers off the boards um i think that'll be huge for the nuggets and they did good at that last night anthony davis only had 2 rebounds which he said himself like is pathetic you know he needs to be tie, getting more more than 2 rebounds in a game um and you know i mentioned earlier the the differential between the lakers and the nuggets rebounding i think it was 44 to 25 nuggets So, just needs to be better all around. And then, again, lastly, the Lakers, or the Nuggets, need to stop Anthony Davis and LeBron. And there's no real stopping them, but like I've been saying more specifically, they need to keep LeBron and AD from getting to the hoop, which they did a great job of last night. The Lakers did a little bit better, like between LeBron and AD at, they did a little bit better Attacking, getting some points in the paint compared to how they played in game two. But the Lakers just need to attack the basket and not settle for kicking the ball out. Like have LeBron and have Anthony Davis settle, like attack the basket and go up with it and get fouled and get foul calls, get the Nuggets into foul trouble instead of it being the other way around. So, you know, I think the, I think the, Lakers will hopefully continue to um, to make adjustments to shoot better, to become more physical, to attack the basket more. But until they start doing that, this is gonna continue to be a close series. All right, and then I'm just gonna move on and talk about the Eastern Conference finals a little bit. Um, so, They haven't played a game since my last episode, so tonight they're going to play game four. The series is two games to one with the Heat leading that series, so the Celtics are going to need to, this is another, like I said in my last episode, this is another must-win game for the Celtics if they want to have a chance in this series. I think if the Heat go up three games to one, then the Celtics are pretty much toast, so Look for a big game from the Celtics. Gordon Hayward's back for the Celtics, so I think that added a big um, spark for the Celtics in Game 3 when they got that win to make the Series 2 games to 1. I think he will continue to help the Celtics be more like themselves and get another win and tie it up 2-2 because, like I said, this is another must-win game from the Celtics. If they don't get the win tonight, then the heat going up three games to one is pretty much a death sentence, I think for the Celtics. And then for the Lakers, you know, if I thought the, if I thought the nuggets bounced back well in game two, like I said, in my previous episode, then they really showed up in game three. And if it weren't for a late spark in the fourth quarter from the Lakers, this would have just stayed a blowout. It would have been Lakers would have lost by 15 or 20. That being said, I think the Nuggets played as close to a perfect game last night as they possibly could. They shot really well. Jeremy Grant came out and played really well. Murray and Jokic played really well. To have that happen again, it could happen one more time. I don't think they can do it three more times to win the series. I still have faith in the Lakers. I think the Lakers are a good team at making adjustments and you know especially with how the past series have gone for the lakers specifically i think the lakers i think that the lakers will make the proper adjustments and they'll come out and win game four but even with that the nuggets aren't going anywhere they've proved just like i just like i'm looking at the last series about the lakers i have to look at the last series with the with the nuggets and the nuggets proved in their first two series that they aren't going to go anywhere. They're going to fight and fight and fight until they get put down until they get beat. They're not going to beat themselves or they're going to do their best not to beat themselves. Um, maybe they'll make mistakes. Maybe they will they'll miss shots, but they're going to keep fighting and they're going to, they're going to force the other team to, to beat them. So that's what the Lakers need to do. They need to find the right adjustments. They need to hit their shots. They need to, Stop turning the ball over. Um, and they need to play their game and not let the Nuggets dictate what game they play. And even if the Nuggets do try and dictate what game they play, the Lakers need to do a good job of counteracting that and rolling with the punches and just being better, being the better team. Because the Lakers are the better team. The only The only way the Lakers lose this series is if the Lakers beat themselves and play bad basketball. So, you know... I I had said my original prediction in this series would be Lakers in six. So that means I had assumed that the Nuggets would win two games. Nuggets won one game. I think, like I said in game two, the Lakers won that game, but they shouldn't have won that game. Or, the, or at least the Nuggets could have very well won that game. So I think those are the two games. I think the Lakers will make the right adjustments and pull it out in five but they really need to you know i'll give this one i'll give them game three to have one game of like having their their heads not in the game not being focused but the lakers need to now from this point on engage and do what they need to do to close out the rest of the series and beat the nuggets thank you so much for listening to this episode of lakers carpool